What's going on, everybody? This is Matty Wills here with the Great Lake Debate. Got Twan City, the infamous Twan City, sitting to my left. Of course, K-Fax is over the phone because, uh, well, I guess we just work too damn far from his house, and he's just going to do the show from home. What's going on, fellas? PTO, fellas. PTO. It's, uh, it's a very sad day in Twan City right now because Kobe is retiring around 11.15 tonight. Hashtag Mamba Day. Unless they go into overtime. How many points? Okay, real quick. We're going to talk about a couple things today. Of course, we have to touch on hashtag Mamba Day with Kobe Bryant retiring after, what, 20 years with the Lakers? Yes, 20 years. So he wind his way out of whatever team drafted him. He ended up with the Lakers, got gifted Shaquille O'Neal early on, won a couple championships, almost wind his way into Chicago. and We're all celebrating because he's one of the greatest basketball players in NBA history. Twan, this is your... Your man crushed Monday, right? So I'm going to go ahead and let you talk about him for a while and let the world know how sad you are that he's leaving. I am very sad. I got on every article of Lakers gear I could find that was clean. He actually does. He's got purple and yellow shoes on right now as well. I mean, my nose is sweating because I got this hot jacket on. It's like 85 degrees in here. (laughs) But Kobe's retiring tonight. I'm sad. I might throw a Kobe retirement party next week. I might start crying. I might start crying because you got to think. My whole childhood was Kobe. Well, the first part of my childhood was Michael Jordan. But, you know, I'm too young. But it was mainly Kobe. It's all I had. We we literally watched that guy go from, uh, you know, immature teenager with an excessive amount of basketball skill and grow into a legend of the game. I mean, he has to be top 10, right, Kurt? Is he a top 10 NBA player? Oh, absolutely. I, I was talking to a guy at work. I think he's top five, easily. Top five, yeah. I mean, definitely in our era, we're all pretty similar in age. I think top five in our era is, is a must. I, you know, it's, no, it's, I'm saying top five of all time. Hands down, period. Hands down, top five all time. Bang, right there. Maybe even top three. Yeah, I mean, you, you, got, you got Michael sitting at one, right? I mean, everybody's of default course. number one is Michael. Then I mean, who would you put over Kobe? I mean, I, I I'm still I you know I'll take Shaq over Kobe if we can get Shaq in his prime. I think Shaq is probably the most dominant player I've ever watched, um, just in terms of like size and strength and all of that. But Kobe's definitely up there. I can't argue against that. I I, I won't take anything from him on this day. Well, I got Kobe number one, Michael Jordan number two, Magic Johnson number three, the Big Shaq number four. How and many more Lakers you want to put in your top five? I mean, just to round it out, <laughs> might as well. Guess. Let me guess. You're going to put Kareem Abdul-Jabbar there number you go. five. No, he's number six. <laughs> I'm going to put Wilt number five. There you go. So, historic day. Um, there's a, some more history being made tonight, possibly, which we'll touch on in a minute. And I got, I definitely want to get you guys' takes on who you know, you're more interested in watching uh, You know, kind of in this historic night. Kurt, I mean, uh, Twan, actually, I, I'm pretty sure I can guess what your answer is going to be. But just to put everything in context with Kobe, I know it's arguable where he places all time, obviously, because that's kind of subjective. But, you know, just in terms of the last, like, decade or so, well, first, let me say this. Do we think Kobe's retiring too late? Should he have retired a couple years ago, or is everybody fine with him stretching this out to 20 years? Um, I'm with you. He should have retired after the first major injury Yeah, when they had Dwight Howard. Yeah, what was yeah, that? Three years I ago. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think he should have called it quits after the Achilles. Yeah, he tried to battle it out, and it, you know, it's admiral, 
admirable, but I mean, what is he? What has he done in the last three years besides go out there and, and make a ton of money? <laughs> That's why I say he got paid. Yeah, he definitely got paid. Def can't knock him for making money like that. But so th- that leads me to this. Then, do you think these last three years? Well, let's just say the last two. Do you think that has scarred his reputation? Um, Absolutely not. I don't no think way. so because at the end of the day, he's Kobe Bryant, and they're going to look at it as he's a warrior. Right. He's a no. He he he. Had, like like Tom said, I don't think it, this has anything to do with his career. His career has not been tarnished in any way these last couple of years. He's handled it, you know, as best as you possibly can with all the injuries and the the uh, what's a nice way to say this crappy players around him. Right. Um, you know, so I think he's handled it very well, professional, uh, and he's. You know, obviously he's not going out on top, but unfortunately it would have been nice to see him, you know, at least make the playoffs in his final year. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you for that. Okay, Twan, you have to you have to give me my props, man. For the last two seasons I've been saying I would love to see the Lakers sneak in as an eighth seed. And uh, at one point I thought that he might be good enough to do that, but it's obvious that – you know, his body just he, – he just doesn't have it anymore. He just doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, that's probably the only nice thing you've ever said about the Lakers. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> i put it like this. Even though it's a sad day that Kobe's retiring and he's going to be gone, it's also a happy day because now the Lakers can get back to business because this whole season has been a joke. It's just been the Kobe tour, which I, I understand you have to give it to him, but the locker room's a mess. They're dealing with, oh, well, we have to give Kobe the ball 100 times – a game we can't even get our rocks off pause <laughs> but <laughs> I, I i definitely agree with that i definitely agree with that do you think that he left any lasting impressions about how to be a winner how to be a champion with the young guys that are around him sure 16 of them 16 what 16 impressions on how to win that's it <laughs> oh you're talking about how many wins <laughs> they have this year yeah. yes yeah i get it i get it i you know to me it's it kind of like with Peyton Manning. I mean, I know Peyton Manning did win a Super Bowl this year, but they didn't win a Super Bowl because of Peyton Manning per se. Um, I think that the way that he's been playing this year and last year when he's had his chances to play for the younger generation, for the for the 20-year-olds, you know, they're going to look at this guy and they're not going to really understand how great he truly was just because this is how he's going out. So for the historians and for the people like us who are a little bit older that have that were able to watch Kobe in his prime, it does it doesn't take anything away from it. But for the younger kids who who didn't see him, you know, win the first three with Shaq, um, they they may have a little different impression on him uh, of him just the the way that he's going out. So I don't know. I think he he should have retired a couple years ago. But it is what it is. You know, I'm not going to take anything away from him. I did post a nice picture on uh, Twan's Facebook <laughs> earlier. One of the great memories of Kobe Bryant getting punched right in his neck bone by uh, who was that? Chris Childs. Chris Childs. Yes. The New York Knickerbockers. <laughs> so that was funny. But uh, yeah, uh, kudos to Kobe. Uh, hope he goes out there and gets 50 points. Real quick before we get off of Kobe, did anybody see? Uh, Skip Bayless, what he said about uh, Kobe's 81-point performance was a bit overrated. <laughs> Skip who? Uh, you know, that guy that works on ESPN that has the job. That he always I has something to negative to say. Always. He's he's one of them Kobe haters. Yeah, he is. 
He is, because Kobe stopped his Spurs yeah, from winning a couple extra championships. That's what I was about to say. It's because he's a Spurs fan. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know how you can say eighty-one perform, eighty-one point performance is overrated at all. That doesn't even make any sense. Are we watching the Kobe Bryant on ESPN two? Are we tuning on to ESPN one and watching Golden State going for seventy-three? That's, that's what that's I was going to ask. Question right there. That is the real question. That's been the debate of the day. Uh, I don't know who they got. The Grizzlies, right? Yeah, and this then, is it. This is the last 18 game. 18-point favorites, dude. 18-point favorites. And they might cover, dude. They might cover. I say if I'm a fan, like taking away my Lakers fandom, I will watch the first half of the Golden State uh, Grizzlies game, and then I'll tune into the second half of Utah and Lakers. It is, it's tough. And to be honest, I, I haven't watched one complete Golden State Warriors game all season. And frankly, the first three quarters of tonight's game do nothing for me. Um, I'll definitely keep my eye on the score. If it stays close, I'll make I'll make sure I tune in for that fourth quarter. But for Kobe, I'm not going to watch that whole game either. That's two bad teams. I mean, Utah's trying to get into the playoffs. Um, they're on the outside looking in right now. But in terms of good quality basketball, I mean, I, I think the Warriors are going to blow the Grizzlies out. And I think the the Lakers and the Jazz game is going to be a, a snooze fest. So I'm going to try to catch <laughs> the intro to that game, and I'm definitely going to try to catch the final moments of the Kobe game just so I can see that and be a part of that history. But I'm not going right. to watch any of the Warriors games uh, uh, game unless it's close down the stretch. All right, so Honestly, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn my TV on 7 o'clock, watch the Tribe, and then <laughs> turn it to the, the intro for Kobe. And then about 11:30 at night, I'm gonna turn around. Well, what time's the game? What time's the game start? I have no idea. It starts at probably, 10. Yeah, probably. So somewhere. I'm gonna turn my TV back on at two in the morning when the Lakers game finally ends. <laughs> oh, I'll definitely be asleep. Kobe walk off the court for the final time. That's about it. All right, I'll so uh, by then. To put a cap on it. How much is Kobe gonna score tonight? Ah, uh, I would. I want to say he's gonna go off, but you know he's not really making buckets. Sort of speak, you know, these last couple of games. I'm right. going to say 25 points. Yeah, I, I was going to say 22. I'll go 22. He'll probably take 22 shots, um, but I, I I see him. I see him at least getting into 20. So I'll say 22. I'm going all the way up 50. Yeah, right. Come on, man. 50. You kidding me? Well, I just looked. the The Golden State game starts at 10:30 p.m. So, oh, both games start at 10:30 p.m. Eastern time. So there's actually about a one percent chance that I watch either <laughs> of those games. Uh, I'll more than likely be catching those highlights. But uh, likelihood real quick on the Warriors getting this record. I guess it's likelihood that they'll win this game. What percent do you give the – what percent chance do you guys give the Warriors tonight against the Grizzlies? Uh, 99.5. 100. <laughs> oh, it's a wrap. It's – yeah. I, I would go the 80. Only way, I would go 80%. Yeah. The only way they don't get this is if – Seth Curry breaks his leg in warmups. Yeah, well, that's probably and not going to happen. And even then, I still give him. And then even then, I still give him a ninety percent chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I I think it's a wrap. I think it's a wrap. You know, I must ask you guys this too: If the Warriors get the record and don't win the championship, this season doesn't. Mean is it all for not? It doesn't matter. It it's doesn't over. mean it, anything. It doesn't matter. If you don't win the ring, this is, this season is. No one's going to ever remember it. They'll be in the record book for most regular season wins, yes, but nobody, myself included, will not uh, you know, look at the Warriors as the best team ever. If they win the championship and get the record, 
then, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard to debate that they're not the best team ever to play. No, they got to get the ring. But they, they got to get the ring. Off. I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. So how about this? If the Grizzlies, I mean, not the Grizzlies, but the Warriors win tonight, say Golden State goes 16-0 in the playoffs. They're Ooh. automatically the best team ever. Yeah, well, if they go 16-0 and in the playoffs with the 73 wins, yes. I And, and, and it's going to make me sick to my stomach to say that. It'll make me sick to my stomach, but I won't. I can't. I can't find that much hate in my blood to 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 hate <laughs> on that uh, kind of a, you know, kind of an accomplishment. So okay, as a fan, are you? I mean, obviously, like we we all said, we all agree it's a wrap. But is this something that you wanted? You know, during the season, as the season went along, is this something you wanted to see happen? Did you want Golden State to break this record? You know, as a fan's point, you know, take away Golden State beating the Cavs in the finals and all that BS. But did you want to see this history being made? I did, personally, because I have a lot of fans, uh, friends that are fans of uh, Chicago Bulls 96. Was it 95-96? And they think Michael Jordan is, like, the greatest thing since sliced bread. So, for any record of Michael Jordan, no. For any (laughs) record Michael Jordan has, gets broke, I'm all for it. Well... Michael Jordan is the best thing since sliced bread, and there would be no Stephen Curry, uh, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. There would be none of them if not for his airness, and I was an emphatic hater. I did not want Golden State to get this record at all, largely in part because I told both of you guys that I believe in this era – LeBron and Kyrie and Kevin Love were going to be the ones to challenge this record, and that's been completely wrong, so far at least. But Golden State, when it was about halfway through the season and they were still on that incredible run, I still didn't think they were going to break the record. It wasn't until about about a month ago that I was like, wow, these guys are going to have a real shot at getting this record. And uh, it makes me sick to my stomach. It makes me sick to my stomach. I can't, you know... It's probably just because I'm such a big fan of LeBron and the Cavs that I I can't stand Steph Curry, but he's a beast, man, and he gets on my damn nerves. Just gotta well, be that's, honest. That's what I'm about to say. That's exactly what I was about to say. I don't understand everybody from Cleveland. Yes, Golden State beat the Cavs in the playoffs. I get it, but Steph, there's no reason for you know to hate him. Okay, yeah, he does a little shimmy after every three pointer. <laughs> yeah, he does. Or he, or he chews on his mouth guard or whatever. Yeah, he does it but in 2K, too. This dude is, you know, he's he's not a cocky a-hole. He's not, you know, a piece of crap. He's, you know, he's he's the best shooter we have ever seen. That's true. As soon as the media started, you know, bringing up, you know, the, the potential Golden State Warriors breaking this record, I wanted it to happen from day one. You know, this is, this is great. I love it. I love Steph Curry. One of my favorite players in the league. I love it. I think I think you love him so much because you were such a sharpshooter in high school, and he it reminds you of your old jumper. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, like I said, I can score. I can average six points in the NBA. Oh, that. Well, that's that's, that's for another day. That's and it's pitch. also not true. But I can't stand <laughs> Steph Curry because I'm going to tell you why. For me personally, LeBron James in this basketball team. I I know we won sixty games twice when he was here before. But those teams were crap, and everybody knows it. LeBron was just on another world right when he was playing with those teams. This team right now for the Cavs represents our best chance 
of getting our championship for our generation. We can't claim the 65 uh, NFL championship or the AFL, whatever the hell league the Browns were in back before the Super Bowls were created. We can't claim that because it didn't happen when I was alive. So this team playing right right now (laughs) is the best chance for us to get a championship. And I got to sit up here and watch the, the Golden State Warriors break the single season record for regular season wins after they won and beat us in the championship last year, and they, they're even better this year, I hate them. I hate them. I hate him. I hate Clay Thompson. I really hate Draymond Green. I really, yes, really I hate agree. Draymond Green. Uh, and they're all very good players. I'm not saying they're not skilled, but, God, I hate them. I'm a hater, I guess. I, I hate them. I, I've told you many times before that you're a hater. I hate them. And if they played the 95-96 Bulls, and I don't know if you guys saw that, you know how – you know how every Super Bowl, Madden, you know, they put the two yeah. teams again. They simulate. Well, they did it. I read one. Bulls won 4-1 in that series. They played yeah, them in a seven-game series. And to be honest with you, I mean, I think – I don't think they would sweep them like Scottie Pippen said, but I think the Bulls would win that series because I believe they're a more physical defensive team. And if you can stick a guy like Scottie Pippen or Michael Jordan who's got five, six, seven inches on Stephen Curry, and then you got a guy like Dennis Rodman who's going to be – Dennis Rodman could guard Draymond Green, and he can neutralize Draymond Green. I think after that, you know, it's all going to be it's going to be all Michael Jordan. So I know we kind of got off topic, or more specifically, right, I got off quick, topic. The, the, <laughs> one more reason I want Golden State to finish this off tonight is because I cannot stand Scottie Pippen. <laughs> cannot stand him. Why? He runs his mouth all he the does. time. He, he does. does every year. He said he would, the Bulls would sweep Golden he did. State. Maybe, but you got to give them credit. I mean, they're on pace to have the best, yeah, you know, season ever. He said his uh, play of style would fit um, more, most likely with Golden State. He gave him the props and he there. He said he would guard Steph Curry. Get the hell out of here. He would cross him up so fast. No, 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 no. Yeah, don't. No. Let's, let's not hate on Scotty like that. All right, we're running long here. We have to touch on this before we get out of here. Everybody's favorite Cleveland Brown. Not talking about Johnny Manziel, the other favorite. <laughs> let, me get my, let me get my Johnny jersey on real quick. Hold up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they can't see you, Kurt. They, they can't. can't see you. And to be honest, me and Twan can't see you either because you're in Aurora right now instead of in the studio. But Josh Gordon, so the league just came out and said, what, they denied his initial request for reinstatement, yeah, he, and he can reapply in August, right? Something like that. Okay, this is what I don't understand about this whole thing. The NFL also said they didn't. They wanted him to go 60 to 90 days without any red flags. Well, what the hell is a failed drug test? Is that not a red flag? Am I missing something here? <laughs> it's a failed drug test. What? It, it, I don't understand it. it. How is that not a red flag? Now, don't get me it wrong. It is a red flag. Huh? It is a red flag. So what are they saying? They they don't want him to – how many chances are they going to give this guy? Now it's getting to the point where it's kind of just ridiculous. I mean, obviously I want well, the kid to play on our team, but Jesus Christ. he failed – he failed because it was a diluted drug test. Right. Well, he so, still had marijuana in his pee, though. Right. I mean, it, and I like I like Josh Gordon. He's one. He, he's top five wide receiver in the league when he plays. Yeah, at least at least three but, years ago he was. That, now we have no idea what we're going to get out of him. That's a stretch. But the NFL needs to cut ties. They need to just be like, "Look, bro, you're done. See ya." Would you be so, mad if he did get reinstated and the Browns cut him? Yes, because they spent all this time keeping him on 
you know, under contract and right. not cutting him after he was suspended for the whole entire season last season. So if you were going to cut him, should have been cut him. I agree. Last year. I agree. But to me, that uh, Twan, I'll let you chime in in one second, dude. But the 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 fact that he just failed a test the day after he applied for reinstatement. For me, if I was the leader of the Browns, the the, the the money maker or whoever calls the shots, that would have been it for me. That would have been it. Like, dude, you're going to like that's like me telling you, Twan, Twan, you're gonna go take this drug uh Twan, we need you to take a drug test after you reapply. So after you reapply, the next day go take your drug test. So just, you know, don't do anything crazy. And then you go fail it. Like seriously, dude. <laughs> like seriously. At the end of the day, and I'm sick of people coming out talking to me i've been getting bashed because i've been going hard on on josh gordon lately and people are coming out all of the uh the defenders of the uh addicts are coming out hey man josh has a problem you need to you need to back off dude a weed problem a weed (laughs) you're gonna tell me he's hardcore addicted to weed get the hell out of here man i don't want to hear that crap dude i don't want to hear that crap there's people out then, there who quit smoking weed for a $40,000 a year job, and this guy can make that in one quarter of football, and he can't stop. He can't stop. Right. He's an idiot. And then you get all those people that want to legalize it and be like, well, we're not going to get addicted, blah, blah, blah. Well, I, hey, hey, hey. I mean, you know. <laughs> you know, you know they, what I'm saying? If they want to legalize it, that's another conversation. But I'm just saying, you know the rules, so abide by the rules. Just abide by the rules. I don't know. Twan, what say you about this whole job? I know the Browns are your favorite team. They are not. <laughs> <laughs> they are not my favorite team. All I got to say is uh, Josh Gordon, I think the CFL is still popping, right? <sighs> he's going to be there sooner than later. I'll tell you that because he's Ricky running out of chances. Ricky Williams faced the same quote-unquote addiction, and he just said, you know what? I'm going to take a couple years off. I'm gonna blow these trees, and, he, and then I'm gonna come back. Said it. Yeah. And nobody, nobody <laughs> cared. Nobody batted an eye. Like people were like, "Well, he's dumb. He wants to not make millions." But it was his decision, just like it's Josh's decision. But don't sit up here and then tweet, "Oh, if you want a real, if you want the truth, then get at whatever he said." Like, just shut up. Just shut. The, just go away. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of Josh Gordon. Now. I'm done. I'm sick of it. Well, let's let's keep it moving on Josh Gordon. <laughs> What's up with this hit and run? Oh yeah, that the 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 late the latest news that just breaking from TMZ. Today. <laughs> they, they must have people just sitting outside of Johnny Manziel and Josh Gordon's house, TMZ Sports, because everything they these guys do. But I don't know what what's what what happened with that, Kurt. They were out in L.A. They were driving about you know it was about ten thirty at night. Um, the driver, Johnny was in the passenger seat. The driver hit a light pole. They both got out. Josh Gordon came to the rescue, picked both of them up, and took off. Josh and then Gordon came to the, the rescue. <laughs> yeah. Is he Superman? Yeah. Oh, came to the rescue, picked them up from the scene, and uh, a couple hours later, they both returned to the scene, and a witness recognized the driver, one of uh, Johnny's boys. So the hits just keep on coming for – I know you guys have seen all the Dumb and Dumber memes yes. flowing lately. Oh, yeah. With Manziel and Gordon, it's so true. I'm just, I'm over it. I'm just over it. Um, the, just a funny thought I had earlier. You know that big old tattoo Josh Gordon has on his back? How much do you think yeah, he paid for that? 12. Yeah, the number twelve. Can you imagine if he gets dropped from here and he goes to a team and he can't get twelve, or he goes and plays in the CFL and they don't give him twelve? Like, why would you get your number tattooed on your back? Well, I have a Kobe tattoo and it's number eight, and he changed his number. Okay, to but that's 24. because Kobe is Kobe. Like Josh Gordon. 
Like, if Kobe is, like, you know, on one level, Josh Gordon is several hundred levels below him in terms of just, <laughs> you know, what he's been able to do for his sport. So I don't know. I, neither here nor there. I don't know. Any any final thoughts, guys? Because this Johnny's a man. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> yeah. While we're still talking about Johnny, what's up with his whole uh, rooming with Von Miller? And Von Miller was like, uh, no, nah, I love him, but he ain't living with me. Johnny's he's, he's an addict. Was he dr- is he drunk? I, he's on something. He's he's just on something. Is he going to end up on a team this year? No, I can't. I can't see him before the latest, like the TMZ video where he's like drunk talking and all that. I I I couldn't believe the reports that were saying Gary Kubiak was interested in Johnny Manziel. I don't know who that is. Uh, it's over in Denver. Denver's desperate for a quarterback. They let both their quarterback one retired, the other one got a humongous deal from the Houston Texans that he's gonna grossly underachieve on, but. Johnny Manziel will not play football this year. I don't. I don't see it happening. What about you, Fax? No, I mean he'll be good. He'll pick, he'll get picked up without well, a doubt. Think he'll play a series? Um, probably not, but he'll be on he'll be on the roster somewhere. What do you think, Twan? I I like to see him go somewhere. Maybe Baltimore Ravens get Flacco out of here. If Johnny Manziel beats Flacco out, the Ravens are in a world of trouble. A world of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> a world of trouble even though Flacco is overrated but neither here nor there all right folks thanks for tuning in follow me on twitter at the twan city you can follow me on instagram and twitter at maddie wills underscore 23 make sure you like comment and subscribe on whatever you're hearing this on kfax tweet me any time of the day at kfax 24 7 boom that's another great episode of great lake debate